I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. And we're doing a, another review episode here, talking yeah. about the new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album, Omnium Gatherum. Yeah. Um, but before we hop into that, look us up on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just look for Record Night. We're pretty easy to find, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, or you can just email us at recordnightpod at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're all disconnected like that, we'll definitely take an email. Yeah. <laughs> We're all about it. So, uh, yeah, I know, uh, guys, we are doing a lot of these review episodes, but that's because a lot of shit's coming out. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, just a just maybe a big... Maybe they'll start petering off near the end of the year, but I don't know. Stuff just kind of keeps coming out on, like, the same day, too. Like, I think yeah, yeah. King Gizzard and Primus came out the same day. We'll have some coming up for the new uh, UFO Mammut and Arcade Fire that both came out yeah. the same day. Yeah, so uh, we we can't keep up. It seems like, <laughs> um, and we you guys might be thinking, well, are they still doing long form episodes? Yes, we are, but um, you know, we we get these out too. So yeah, we're busy. We're we're busy men, um, and especially around this time. Like uh, I know that you have a wedding coming up. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, it's awesome. And uh, I've had some stuff come up in my life that's uh, it's uh, I mean for the other podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not cheating on you guys, but um, but uh, there's a film festival here in, uh, in KC that just wrapped up, and um, I put it on upon myself to carry it to to cover it for the show. So for the other, sorry, moves don't suck in some they do. You find any fun podcast, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was what I was doing. But uh, I've also been really excited about music that's coming out, and I'm really excited to talk about this King Gizzard record. Well, let's do it. All right, um. For people who don't know who King Gizzard are, who are they? They're kind of like a newer, psychedelic, high-concept, progressive rock band thing. Like, they're they're hyper-prolific. They are a band. They, <laughs> they are a band. I mean, psychedelic rock, garage rock, progressive rock, metal, jazz. Like they kind of do man. everything. Eastern microtonal music. Mm-hmm. Um, this oh. newest one is... 16 tracks it's hour and a half long yeah it's a it's a monster um it is a monster and it is it's not one of their concept albums it's more of it has to me it has the feel of like a b-side and rarities so what what i know the title means in latin means uh like like i think like like a little bit of everything is something like yeah something albums? like that or like gathering everything yeah I yeah. think I've seen some people say it's like a collection of miscellaneous things well uh, okay well we'll talk about that when we well I can talk about it now right well, yeah we're, we we yeah. don't need to wait to get into it it's a review episode <laughs> yeah so um this record uh the first track on is twenty minutes long or eighteen, uh, 18. minutes long <laughs> sorry eighteen minutes sorry, uh, eighteen minutes and a half long. And um, it's a fucking killer song. It's I great. love that song. I it's think it's my favorite track on the album. Oh yeah, uh, the dripping tap is what that one's called. Yeah. So it it also it's so interesting that that track as well because it, it falls in a different it it travels through genres right. So mm-hmm. like like you get this sort of soulful um almost like seventies like Motown sounding chorus that it, it comes out throughout the song. Yeah. It's they amazing. they also add like uh like. Uh, vinyl crackle to it. Oh, that's they what make I'm it sound old. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the, you know, there's also like just like garage garage parts to it. There's there's funky parts to this whole this the, that song itself is a monster. Like I would have been 
Like if they would release that, like just by itself, mm-hmm. fucking a, that would be well, a killer EP. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and uh-huh. say they probably should have done that because uh, <laughs> they they start the album real like I like the rest of the album, but um, dripping tap is so like in its own league over the rest of this album that it's, it's like so they maybe good. should have just done this as like a single and then released the rest of the album. It also would have cut the time down to closer to an hour. Yeah, to something in the man more manageable <laughs> because mm-hmm. now in twenty minutes, um, we when you're like, oh, we're talking about Duke Hazard, I'm like, okay, I'll go, I'll look at it. It's probably forty minutes, like Confess the Rat's Nest, and no, I'm like, fucking hour and twenty. Like this is, I listened to this three times today, <laughs> so yeah. like I was like, I was like, oh, most of my workday is done now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> but, it's hard, uh, especially like I feel like multiple times when I'm listening to this, like I kind of run out of steam like every three or four tracks. Especially when you're opening with this, like across 16 tracks, it's like every four tracks, I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to something else for a little bit, or so, so, I run so, out of time. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think I do know that the most of our albums are concept records are loosely based around a concept, and I guess there is no concept here. Uh, and there are a few songs, like like for example, they like I said, they traverse through all sorts. It's like easy listening, like mm-hmm. easy listening tracks, which you know presume presumptuous is one of the ones that i found up i found i really liked and there's two tracks uh predator x and a few of the gaia down gaia they're just metal tracks like strip shredding like yeah and they one thing that is kind of neat about this album is when they've done these kind of like collection albums like uh like gumboot soup it mm-hmm. was it was like a b-sides album like it's cut tracks from uh, in 2017, I think it was, they released five albums in a year yeah. and it was, it was, <laughs> it was the fifth album of that year that it was basically made up of all the cut tracks from the other four. And you could, you could kind of tell which was which. Um, so this one doesn't have that cause it doesn't have any like albums tied to it, but it still has that. So what, what, I feel, feel. what I feel like is that they probably had all these tracks that they either recorded or didn't <laughs> obviously, but also they like, so, for example, what um, Sufjan Se- this is a weird wait, but Sufjan Se- did a record called the Avalanche, which are outtakes, uh, uh, rarities, or alternate versions of stuff that he didn't use on Illinois. Illinois, mm-hmm. but what he did is he took these outtakes and he added on to them. He like he added flourishes. He basically redid these tracks that were outtakes and made them real songs. Like made them like fully fleshed out that's what i'm that's what this sounds and that's like. what that yeah that's what this sounds like I, like i know for sure that dripping tap was a like practice room just like jam they'd been doing since 2018 yeah they finally perfected it because it's fucking crazy good right um, but yeah it, so it goes through kind of like different genres you can get little flavors of different points throughout their career um mm-hmm. you've got some new stuff on here like they yeah, do yeah, two they rap do- tracks which yeah, I meant to mention that. Like, like when I said they go through the gamut of fucking um, of fucking every single genre. Yeah, they add rap to their for the for the repertoire for the first time. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're very like, uh, like Beastie Boys oh, yeah, like, kind of rap. Like, they're definitely run, run DMC like 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 from the nineties like sort of yeah. like yeah. And um, with their own, was, you know, King Gizzard spin on it. One of them's about the Grim Reaper, and the other one's about like a a sorceress. Yeah, King Gizza, they uh they have their own universe and it's it's a place I want to visit. Right. Um, <laughs> um now I was uh, again I was thinking about cuz they released the record back in March too, right? 
Uh, it sort of, they did, it was, um, they were doing like a big, like live show that they were calling Timeland mm -hmm. yeah. and the album they released was like what they would play between tracks. Like they were, it was like intermission music basically Okay. Uh, that they had, I mean, they had done, but it, it wasn't really like an album. It's like ambient between song music. So, uh, according to Wikipedia and as cited, they've been, the King Gizmo is called the 21st in uh, hardworking musicians, the 21st, which means that they've done 113 shows in a year, like average yeah. like every year, they, which is insane amount of, of uh, shows to play. I don't know where the fuck they find that one, write all these songs and then record them like, you know, to do some multiple albums a year. It's, it's not bad. It's just, it's just, it just, you know, blows my mind. Oh yeah. yeah. Which it, it always kind of has me on edge with them. Cause it's like, I feel like with the speed that they're releasing stuff, they're probably recording everything they write. Yeah. And I'm worried at some point <laughs> that that well is going to run dry yeah. and it's going to stop being as good. But so, with stuff like butterfly 3000, uh, mm -hmm. which was like their previous, like big full length thing, mm -hmm. it still feels like they're, they're able to like grasp a concept and like really focus down. And uh, I don't know, like I don't think they're going to slow, slow down anytime soon. Um, yeah. But so with this being like a collection of songs, mm. uh, it felt like a live set to me, like about like halfway through. I was like, I kind of feel like I'm watching a concert. Like a lot of the songs kind of connected with e with each other. There was like kind of like the fun atmosphere throughout it. It almost it was, feels like a live album, even though it's not. It's weird. It, it, so uh, with it being songs that uh, they cut and they did sequence it perfectly. So I didn't feel like. I mean, with with this record, there's so many things that they travel through that, that it seems like they made they they cluster um, like the e, I don't want to call it easy listening because that's that's making it sound like it's not good because even the, Just, it's more laid back. Yeah, the laid back tracks are with the laid back tracks. Even the in the you know the the rap the rap track is in there or hip hop inspired track is in there, uh, but like. It, it does flow to well, flow get well together, but again, it's a lot. It's a it's it's an intimidating listen if you were just trying to go and listen to King District. But I've also heard people say about this record that it's a great entry point if you don't know anything about King Gizzard, that you could listen to this record and get an idea what they sound like. Altogether. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's it's cool. I don't I I'm sitting weird on this one because like. I prefer their like their higher concept albums mm -hmm. just because I feel yeah. like they're a little bit more like rewarding focused, maybe a little more focused, a little more rewarding to listen to. Um, well, and like, this is fun, but then I feel like the standout tracks are better than the tracks that like don't, obviously they're better than tracks that don't stand out, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like, let me see one, two, three, four, five. I, I really like six tracks on here. And I kind of feel like the rest of the 10 are a little more forgettable, mm. maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel yeah. I'm like iffy on <laughs> yeah, this is 10 of tracks. the 16 tracks. Yeah. Um, I like uh, <laughs> our time articulating because I, I did like it, man. And I, I definitely want to go back and is again King Gizzard, uh, you know, prolific out output, and it's kind of like I, I'm familiar with Investor Assets because we talk about it. We talked about it 
probably like episode five or six of this. It was uh, pretty early. It was before show. we were even yeah. doing uh, uh, themes remotely. Yeah, it, it, before themes, I think before remote. I yeah, think I mean, you're right. Yeah, before remote. Um, but yeah, man. Like, hold on, I got, I got some notes on this stuff. Uh, yeah, I just I re- like Predator X and um, yeah, what you mentioned for those metal tracks, which like when it comes to Predator X and the, those metal tracks, like um, the the vocals just changed immediately. Like, like yeah, from what you normally hear to like this growl and I don't want to say James Heffield, but that's the best way I can put it. Like it, it just they goes, did kind of sound like uh, Metallica tracks, like yeah, older Metallica they, things. Oh yeah. The, the thrash stuff that they, they did. Um, not the pop metal they did for black album. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get, I get hate for that big time for shitting on the black album. It, I mean, it's a beloved album. I need, I haven't listened to it in a long time. I used to really like it. Like it. Uh, yeah. But oh, I yeah. was like 10 years old when I listened to it. Okay. I didn't have taste okay. back then. <laughs> Isn't it weird the stuff you liked when you're 10? Mm-hmm. Like the big green's the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so there there are there is a lot of like good stuff on this album. I think it has some of like their best album art. Like I really like the art. I don't it doesn't match the album super well, but I like the art. Um and then those six tracks I was talking about. I like Dripping Tap. Yeah. I like Grim Reaper, which is the mm-hmm. second rap song on here. Uh, I like Magenta Mountain because it sounds like a Butterfly 3000 track. Uh, Once Presumptuous like gets going, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, Predator X, I think, is the better of the metal tracks. 100%. Yeah. And then Red Smoke, I, I really liked. I, I thought it was super catchy. It did have, do you remember that Everclear song, What It's Like? In your middle, I know what it's like. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Well, the no, that's- early 2000s. That's uh, that's Everlast, by the way. I thought it was Everclear. <laughs> no, it's Everlast. Well, Everlast, uh, whatever. It's, it's Sing the Blues, I think it's what it's called. Yeah. You know, but you but, know what I'm talking about. But I know how to play that song guitar. Yeah. So yeah. No, Moments of Red about. Smoke when he's singing, it has like yeah. the same like kind of like chord progression in there that I was like, this sounds like that fucking song. <laughs> um I want to mention one of the songs in here that um I gotta look it up um really quick. Hold on one second, but like yeah, there's one song in here that I can't divorce my mind from the thought of uh, of Malcolm McDowell because they're telling me Rupert Murdoch in this song. Oh, they, evilest like, man! Name. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And um, so in Bombshell, uh, Rupert Murdoch makes an appearance, but it's played by Malcolm McDowell. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I I can't like divorce my my thoughts from this record now with the uh, Malcolm McDowell in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, other than that, like, yeah, I like this. I like this, um, this collection of songs. Mm-hmm. I think like, I think it's a good album that sits in. It, it's probably the best of the like collection of songs albums. So like in your gumboot soups, I think oddments kind of feels like this a little bit, mm-hmm. or like even to a certain extent fishing for fishies. I think it's the best of those. Um, but still kind of like not in my favorites. Like, I think it's a fun listen, um, but yeah, certainly do, not do my fave. Do you think they tried to make this like, Hey, this is a new record, not a collection of songs. You think it was marketed that way. Or do you think they're like, well, we redid these songs. We added stuff. We finalized things. This is a new record. What do you think it was for them? Uh, I don't know. I think either way, I'd still feel the same way. Yeah. 
Like, I, I mean, since they decided to record a song that they've been playing since 2018. The Dripping Tap. Yeah, yeah I have to imagine it, it's got some sort of, you know, in their head, they're like, let's start using some of these songs in like a more collection thing and less of like a new album thing. But I, I don't know. I don't know their creative process enough to so confidently did, answer did, that. Did you, um, by the, did you get this on vinyl? No, not yet. I probably will. Like, I think this will be one of the ones I get. I'm trying to figure out. Like, I feel like they should have their own vinyl like plant. <laughs> they do. They're, they're uh, one of their drummers. Their what? Their former drummer of the two um, is the dude for Flightless Records who puts out their albums. At least oh. most of them. Okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, that 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 was our review of uh, King Gizzard's Omnium Gatherum. I yeah, I recommend it. I think thinking it's a good starting place is smart. This might be a, a good place to go to kind of get an idea of what you're going to get into. If you want to dive deeper. Yeah. Um, I would, I yeah, definitely recommend it too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to dripping tap again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I never listen to any other King Gizzard, I'm going to visit that song again. Cause it's such a killer song, but I, I do find myself going back and, um, so for people who maybe don't want to listen to this, what's another good, good King Gizzard to start at? Um, as the aficionado. Nonagon Infinity, I think, is the absolute best starting place. Okay, cool. Because it so, does kind of have that collection of songs feel mm-hmm. um, where you get you know a bunch of different genres in there. But the concept is that it's like an infinite album, like you listen to it on repeat. So all the songs like lead into each other and they'll reference each other. So first song uh, or the last song leads into the first track again. So it's like forever on so repeat. One, one, more, one more question yeah. about, about it. So uh, my wife's working from home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which record should I put on that she could tolerate the most, you think? I think that one's pretty tolerable. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right, I, do I, don't, I really don't feel like King Gizzard is so out there that, uh, you know, people around you're going to be like what is this but they are the i would say they're the vanguard right now of psychedelic rock i would say that yeah but psychedelic rock's not nearly as weird as it used to be in the 60s that's true okay (laughs) all right um but yeah the guys that was our our uh our mini soda and the omnium gatherum you can pick up the record store you can listen to it on uh, whatever platform you listen to music on Mm -hmm. i bet there's a I bet I don't know there's a set reason might be, but you can potentially matter. even go see them live. I believe they're currently on tour. Yeah, I went looking for their where they're playing and they're nowhere near. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, hey, I would like travel. Sure, let's do it. But um, all right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, oh, I don't really do we even want to do that show like this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> but guys, <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>